Hey, kings and queens, this is Aerie with Empower Me with Aerie Podcast. You guys, I'm super excited that you have joined us. Welcome, 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 welcome. Come in. You guys, again, I'm Aerie. I want you all to make sure that you connect with me on social media. Go to Instagram. I am under E-R-I underscore H-O-L-M-E-S. You also want to make sure that you follow my podcast. I have a new podcast. It's under, of course, Empower Me with Aerie. You can find me and subscribe on Apple, Google, several different platforms. If you're having issues with finding me on the platform that you, that you have or your device doesn't allow you to go to Apple or Google, definitely reach out to me by email at info.idtm at gmail.com. And I'll go ahead and make sure that I send you guys the information so that you can link in and stay connected. Also, I have two books, you guys. My first book, The Loud Secret, that was published in 2016, you must have it. It is a must-have, you guys. It is about deliverance, about being free, whole, about literally being able to be free to live the life that God has called us to have. I talk about my testimony from being abused when I was uh, sexually abused when I was younger, but overcoming that, overcoming fear, and, and encouraging everyone else has been through something traumatic to overcome it because you, too, or cause to have a really good life. You just have to be able to accept it and do what you need to do. Also, my second piece, which I'm super excited about, you guys, it is called Single Less Deliberate. It's a workbook. It's available on Amazon, just like my first book is available on Amazon. You guys, go ahead, grab it. it uh, this one is available on Kindle, and, of course, you can go ahead and uh, purchase the, uh, the hard copy. I have... Uh, work It's a workbook, so you can write in it. But this book right here, listen, it's so important. I think so many times, you know, if you're a, a single person, an unmarried person, when I say unmarried, I mean somebody that's not married. When I say single, I mean, I mean somebody that's not married. So this workbook is for you if you are dating, engaged. This workbook is for you. I think so many times we rush into wanting to be with somebody but we don't really look in the mirror to make sure that we're prepared to be with somebody, you know, uh, because when you take the time to delve within deep on the inside, you can go through your healing process. If you've been through some terrible situations, relationships in the past, you can make sure that you are ready to connect with somebody because at the end of any day, we should be bringing the best us in any relationship. It's not about being perfect, but it's about being a better us. So my new workbook, Singles Let's Deliberate, it will help you. It's helped me every, you know, I wrote it, but still, when I read it, it helps me over and over again. So you guys, make sure you go ahead and grab it. Again, it's available on Amazon. All right, you guys, and today, listen, we are going to be talking about the promise and the process. Listen, the raw truth about it. I'm super excited, you guys, to have a special guest on here with us. We have Mr. Darius Holmes. <laughs> What's up, Darius? Go ahead and tell the people who you are. I'm Darius Holmes, the artist, creative, somebody else. She said Mr. Darius Holmes, but she got to say the artist. You have to ask that in because that's why you the artist. Darius Holmes, the artist. And before we get into me, I just want to let you know I read the loud secret. That's clear. It's an easy read, and it's it, it smooth. It just flows right through. It's rough and nice and stuff. 
I'm not even going to lie. I had a chance to read Singing Let's Deliberate, but I'm going to take it out because I feel I'm already in a relationship. <laughs> I'm going to take it out. She told me it's not just for somebody who's married or not married. It's for anybody who's not married, if I said that right. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's go. What are we doing today? Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, yes, yes. What we want to talk about is literally, uh, you know, we're talking about the process and the promise and the process and how a lot of times so many people, we get a promise from God or, uh, you know, we get told we're going to be doing this in life. It's our purpose. And we kind of want microwave everything. We think things happen overnight. So we're going to talk about that, but what I want to talk about right now as we get into that is from pieces to piece. Listen, tell us about your story. Like, what was your your rearing? Uh, You know, I know some people may not know, but we are related, but I listen, there's a lot of people out here that don't know this. I want you to go ahead, share your story about your rearing. Go ahead, let us know, you know, about your, your background um, if you have kids. Also, what we want to talk about is how did you find out about your purpose? So go ahead and just run that down for us real quick. So I guess I can start from my parents, Josephine and Odell Holmes. You know, they, I guess they got asked to um, help start a church, figuring the truth of family church. Uh, we were in California. We came up to Minnesota. I think it was about... 85, I think, 85, we moved up to help start the church with my aunt and uncle. So we were actually brought up to the church, raised up in the church, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that helped me become who I am. Yeah. But at the same time, um, it helped me see some things in a different light. You know, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, just growing up in the church and, and growing up in, in different neighborhoods and just seeing how things really are from different perspectives, different people. So that's kind of how I got to become Darius Holmes, the artist, because I look at, like, God is the number one artist of everything he's created. You know, I'm, I'm not I'm not speaking about no religious thing. Religion is it, fine if you're religious, but me personally, I'm not just, I'm not religious. I look at it as, like, God and one love. That's just who I am. So as I got older, um, I could go all the way from my first picture was um, when I was five years old. First, I picked up the camera. I remember we stayed in the project. I had the little photo. <laughs> yeah, I had the color one, and I took a picture of the entertainment system. You know, the flowers, the fake flowers, the whole ghetto right, setup. Right. You know, that's just what it was. But that was my interest for some reason. I had an eye for art, like an eye to see mm. things in a different light. So, you know, me being an artist, this started when I was very young, like I said. First grade, six, well, first grade, maybe what's that, like six years old? And I still had that picture to this day. I got that picture today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being an artist early, growing up through high school, uh, photography classes, and just on my daily life, even like weekend, like when you're hanging out with friends and stuff, I always had a camera, I always had a camcorder, always recording everything. Um, but, yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of how it got started. Um, going through different things as an adolescent brought it out more. And what I mean by that is uh, different relationships you get into, you know, different uh, relationships, um, school relationships, trying to hang with the right crowd, the wrong crowd, 
you know, you kind of see things in a different way. And me personally, I didn't know, I didn't know, like, I was leading up to be this person because I, mm. I would see people and I would think, like, why are they doing that? You know, like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> but I was still hanging out with them, but I already knew, like, from a distance that, like, that's really not me. You know, I was always different and I always seen it kind of like in a mature way. You know, step back and observe things. That's really who I am today. And that's how I became Darius Holmes the artist. There's more to it. You know, I guess we'll get to that a little later, but did I answer that question? Is that the question you asked? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, you definitely got into it, and I think that is dope, definitely dope, how you uh, connected, had the, had the comparison to, like, God being the number one artist, the oh, yeah. creator, and that's yeah. so dope. <laughs> yeah. That's so dope, and uh, and it's, it's, it's interesting because, uh, of course, we have that, story or background from going, growing up in the church, and a lot of people see that as um, sometimes kind of being a hindrance in a way because of the tradition and religiosity that you really can't go outside the four walls and really fulfill your purpose in life, but, um, like, I believe that you are a testament. I'm a testament that, yeah. listen, when you really have your head on straight, when you have your, yeah. you know, your focus right, and you listen to the voice of God, you can break outside of tradition and really be who God calls you to be because that's what it's all about. Yeah, and so true. I think that, you know what I mean? So yeah. it is at the end of any day, it's not about being religious, but it's about being spiritual and yeah. having that relationship with yeah. God because at the end of any day, you know, if, once everything passed away, God is going to be what remains. And so yeah. I think that that's, yeah, I think that's really powerful. Um, I think that's really powerful when you talk about that. And so I just kind of want to delve in a little bit deeper, um, mentioning about us, you know, growing up in the church and being within the four walls. Yeah. Um, was there like a constant tug of war within self saying like, okay, uh, maybe my calling is, you know, maybe my calling is, like, within within the church, within the four walls, and, and I don't know if I can go outside the four walls because uh, a lot of people don't don't know that we literally come from lineages of, of ministers, pastors, prophets, like, yeah. you know, our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, you know, and so a lot of times people look and say, you're supposed to be behind the pulpit, and and that's your ministry. That's your ministry, which, right. which if that's it, that's that's nothing wrong with right. that. And you know, I, there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, hey, I I speak, I I minister. Some may say preach, but um, and I also do stuff on the outside of four walls. But did you ever find like that inner tug of war where you were like, listen, do I do keep doing things the traditional way? When it comes to purpose, or do I just push out and just go ahead and do this photography, um, you know, have this this uh, fashion line, this art, like, do I just go and just really push out to be who God called me to be? So was there, like, a constant inner tug of war with you? I don't think it was a tug of war. It was more like when I was younger, I always knew that I wanted to help people in some, mm. some type of way. And I never wanted to be the traditional in the church, standing up, suit-wearing, you know, telling people, you know, about the Bible. That's just, I, I didn't have any interest in that. It's nothing wrong okay. with that if it's just, mm-hmm. you know, how you are, with, if that's the interest. But, you know, that just wasn't me. I just knew I always wanted to help. Even when I was young, I remember just helping certain kids at school. You know, even when yeah. I got older, like still in school age, I would still help people, like, with homework and different things like that. 
Um, even like in relationship wise, girlfriends or whatever it is, they be like, you don't you don't really love me, you don't want to do this, you don't no, really, I wanna help you, you just don't understand. That's really yeah. what my heart is and wow. I really wanna help you. And that's why like mm. with with commodity and collection three, you know, God interest in human and love, to me it's like yeah. me just putting out positive energy to the world just to help the world become more positive. You know, mm. that's that's it's always like even if you look at um collection two, it was um godly. You know everything. It was. It wasn't everything about God, but it was still like a God tone to it. Just right. because it feels like that's what the world needs. And why not? Oh why not? I mean, it's a lot of negativity going on, so why not try to put some positivity in there? You know. Right. Right. That's but, so dope. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but it, it really won no type of war because I understood how people maneuver. I just seen mm-hmm. it. I sat back and seen it. And, and just naturally, I think anybody naturally knows who they want to be or what they want to do. It's just you want to stay focused and do it. Like, don't mm. don't get on the wrong path and follow the wrong people. You know, like I said, I hung out with everybody, but I also hung out with people that was in the books and trying to succeed and do things like that. So I seen both sides of it. And that's mm. for the individual to choose which way, which way they want to go. I can't say right. it was... Um, I can't say it was all me. Possibly it was DNA because, like you said, we got a line of um, preachers, ministers, and things like that in our DNA. You know, I, I didn't make myself, but it's just how my mind is wired, you know. Right, right. That, that's kind of how it happened with me. Yeah, that's, that's so dope. Um, and I, I, love, I love it, the authenticity of you and of how you're speaking and not afraid to be yourself. Because uh, the Bible talks about, right, the Bible talks about, and you know I'm going to say the Bible talks about, but in in Matthew 5 it talks about, like, we're called to be a light to the Mm -hmm. world. You know, and our lights were meant to be put on top of the hill, like, not hidden. And so with you being your authentic self, with you understanding that literally it's about, being positive and exuding like that positive energy onto people and really helping one another, then you're going to stay on the path that you're supposed to be on if you just keep that mindset. So I think that that's awesomely dope. Okay, so I want to kind of transition into um, social media in purpose. Uh, What do you think about, you know, of course, uh, when I've had conversations on social media, outside of social media, and, you know, within it, some – some do believe that it's really hard to kind of follow your true purpose on social media. So what do you think, like, as believers, and when I say as believers, as ones that believe in God, you know, what do you think we could do differently to help? And do you agree that on social media it may be a little hard to kind of walk in your purpose or do what you're called to do? No, I don't think it's difficult to walk in your purpose when you're dealing with social media because it's just like, how the world has always been. Like if you mm. watch the movies, watching T V, you know, watching anything, entertainment, listening to music, mm-hmm. you still should be able to understand which way to go, which way not to go. And you're always mm. gonna be yourself if you're an authentic person. You know mm. what I mean? So social media is obviously there. This is the digital world that we're in right now. Right, right. And it is like times ten of what we're used to or maybe even right. times a hundred just because everybody has a chance to put out whatever they want to put out. Mm-hmm. You know, so it could be a problem to some, but for me, right. I'm just so real with it and authentic with it. I just can't let anything, like, um, like deter me from 
anywhere right. where I'm not trying to go. You know what I mean? Right, right, that's just yeah. What it is. Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting point. You have to be really secure within yourself, your yeah. identity, know who you are to be able to move forward. And unfortunately, a lot of that starts within the home, but a lot of kids are not getting that. Yeah. And because they don't get that, they don't have the same rearing, the upbringing yeah. that some have that will their parents will say, okay, this is the way that you should do it. I'm going to show you an example. Because they don't, they look at social media and TV, and they look at these people, which it's nothing wrong with being uh, rappers, artists, or whatever. If that's their calling, hey, go ahead and do it. But they look at a lot of this stuff, and they want to emulate that without really knowing their identity, yeah. you know. And so I think that because we had that rearing, it was a, a bit easier. Um, but for those who don't have that foundation, it could be a little more difficult because they're like, okay, who am I? Like, I see this model on Instagram. Should I just copy this model and, and you right. know, and uh, uh, you know, get the surgery, get a bigger butt? Right. The injections and all that stuff. So it's like really, um, really it's about the, the rearing and the foundation. And I think like uh, we can, the best thing we can do, and you can share, tell me what you think about this as well, but I think the best thing that we can do to be better examples is to really reiterate the people, listen, you are who God created you to be. Oh, yeah. Like you, like I remember God told me a long, long time ago, Years ago, he said, no one can beat you at being you, be your authentic self, yeah. meaning you are a designer's original. There's no one exactly like you. Even with twins, they have different personalities. Yeah. They could be, you could tell them apart. No, we're not 100% like no one else, and that's what makes us so unique. That's what makes us so powerful, you know, and so if we can understand that and carry that example you know, being a positive influence for, on yeah. social media, I think more people will be like, okay, it's actually okay to be myself, yeah. you know, and, you know, it's actually okay to be me. And I believe at that point we'll begin to attract more of that for us. That's what we uh, need. We need people just to be themselves. Like, you right. have to be secure enough to be yourself. Even right. if you even if you were a nerd in school, that's totally fine because being a nerd means you're focused on doing something and learning something. Yeah. Being that other person opposite of a nerd, you're going to probably get in trouble. You're going to be a follower. You don't want to mm. be a follower. You know, leaders is definitely the way to be. Like your favorite mm. artist is a leader. More than likely mm. he's a leader or she's a leader. But mm-hmm. I always feel like you have to be secure with who you are. Don't don't um, don't mind what people say about you. You know what I mean? Because everybody's going to talk about you no matter what. You know, like they said in the Bible, you know, people hated Jesus. You know, Jesus was number one, <laughs> and they hated Jesus. So take that for example, you know. Right. Everybody don't so get talked about. It doesn't matter. Just be yourself. That is so true, right? They hated Jesus, so, you know, Yeshua. They hated him, yeah. and he was just carrying out his purpose. Exactly. So, of course, they, we're going to have some haters, and that brings me to the next point. What advice would you give someone who wants to follow their purpose um, or who may be having trouble with their identity. What's just like one thing? I know you talked about uh, share some things, but if you want to reiterate, what's one solid sentence or something that you would encourage like a younger generation or somebody that could be, you know, our age or older, yeah. what would you say? I would say do not care what people say about you or think about mm. you. That does not matter at all because it's all about you and God. That's the number one thing about you and God. Everybody else is going to say whatever they want to say. 
they're not living your life. They don't understand what goals you have, you know, what plans you want to get to. You, They just don't understand anything like that. All they're doing mm. is looking outside of judgment. And that's mm. just the world we live in. So don't forget to just stay focused and stay positive. That's all you got to do, stay focused and positive. It's not going to, nothing's going to happen overnight. You know, like, even if you, um, say if you was an actor or whatever and, and you all of a sudden win an Oscar, well, the next day you may win an Oscar, but really how many years it took you to win an Oscar? How much wow. work or everything you had to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just stay focused and just know who you are. Because in the long run, being authentic and being real is going to get you way further than being fake. You know, being fake and a follower is only going to have you ending up probably, you know, in jail or possibly dead or, you know, anything mm-hmm. that's not positive. I mean, positive people end up in jail and, and dead and all of that stuff, but at the same time, if you're positive and you're trying to shine a light, I think that's the best way to go out. You know what I mean? Not as no problem <laughs> if you are doing anything, you know? Yeah. So just do be focused. Yeah, do what you yeah. call to do because nobody mm-hmm. was asked to be on this earth. No one asked to come here. Nobody, mm-hmm. not even one person asked to come here. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that you're a light, and you want to spread positivity, do that. Be positive. That's all you got to do is be positive. Yeah. That's some good advice. And one thing I will um, share and add, but the cherry on top of that is if you're having identity issues and you are confused, you don't know, you need to go to, guess what, like, I always use this example, but um, – in order, like, uh, kind of like in- instructions or to find out instructions or to find out uh, how to make something, what do you do? Like, if you buy a TV, you pull out the instructions mm-hmm. or whatever, and the creator mm-hmm. that made it tells you how to operate it. Right. So go to your creator. God made us. If right. you are confused, have identity issues, go to the creator. Hey, what am I supposed to do? Give me confirmation. Show me what to do. How can I be a light? You know, what are the desires of burning? What won't go away? What do I right. constantly think right. about? You need, you need to pay attention right. to that. And, and you know, most people know. Most people know when they're younger. When, they, when they're younger, they know what they were doing. When they get older, they think about what they were doing when they were younger. That's really mm. what your calling is. You know what you were doing when That's you were good. younger. You know what I mean? And then you yeah. just, like, focus in on that and make it happen. Right. You know how long it's going to take, but just remember what you had past the court when we were younger. And right. then flip it around with some positivity. I'm not saying, you know, like, I'm not saying preach or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, be positive. Be right. positive people. Right. That's just all what it's about. Right. There's right. too much negativity right. in the world. Why won't you just be a positive person? Be a positive you know? person. Positive energy, positive thoughts and stuff yeah. like that. This is a great transition to go to the next thing. You you kind of touched on it, but um, so – like I, I mentioned earlier, and you re- literally just mentioned this, so many people want microwave everything. Oh, yeah. They want life now to happen, everything to manifest. And I think that um, when it comes to, yes, yeah, social media, media period, TV, all this stuff, uh, it was supposed to be here to help us to be a benefit, but sometimes it could be a detriment. It could be kind of damaging in a way because a lot of times, Though, like, for instance, if somebody's getting drafted for the NFL, the NBA, um, and then after they get drafted, you see the money, the houses, the cars, but you didn't see how they were raised. You didn't see that they had to eat noodles for two to three years. They had the 10 people in a bedroom apartment, a project. You didn't see the process. And I think so many times 
they miss telling people the truth. The truth is, yeah, you could get to that, that end result or the goal that you want to meet, mm-hmm. but we need to be more intentional about telling people, listen, I had to go through hell, but guess what? God gave me heaven on earth after I went through that process. So yeah. what do you think about that? No, that's, that's definitely right. Like, you have to go through some type of pain, trials and tribulations, before you can reach any goal that you have. You know, even if you're not uh, in a church or a religious person, you're going right. to go through something. You know, for example, like, I use this. Oh, I just thought about this. Like, 50 cents. He got mm-hmm. shut up all those times. And then look what happened after he got shut up. I don't know the exact story story of how it happened, but I'm just saying like that. Those issues that he was dealing with, now look what he did. You know, things won't be done. You know, you definitely will go through some stuff, man. It's never never easy. Nothing is easy. I mean, even Mm. if you look at um, Little League sports, you got to try out for the team. You got to practice. You got to do whatever you got to do to make the team. So the struggle is real. Everybody's going to go through the struggle. Everybody. It's just yeah. what it is. It's life. Right. Yeah. Use your test as your testimony and literally not to be ashamed to share your story. Like some people, for instance, when it came to, you know, when it came to me, I could only go so far with, with, so, with some things because it was a, a strong level of fear that, but that happened because of the situation or the sexual abuse that happened at a younger age, and some people are ashamed of that story, and it's like it happened, but that's not me. I overcame it. God allowed me to overcome that, (laughs) excuse me, so now I can fully walk in my purpose. So it's like, excuse me, never be ashamed of your process. Never be ashamed of what you had to go through to get to where you are, and and don't put a wall or trick people, manipulate people into right. thinking that you have microwave success. It happens sometimes, but 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. like Darius said, the artist, there's going to be artists said, yeah, you're gonna, there's a process. You're going to go through a process. process. You know, there's uh, pain, from pain, it bursts purpose. And I'll just leave, uh, leave with this, this, this last example, like a woman that's pregnant. You know, she has to, and when it's time to deliver that baby, it's a process. When she first gets pregnant, she can't deliver that baby at that moment. It would die. It's the same process. If you think about it, God is like a process when it comes to plants, when it comes to babies. There's a maturation process that you have to go through, and when it's time to deliver, it's painful. Even, you know, it's painful. You hear about it all the time. But at the end of it, after you birth it, you go through that pain, the uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, something beautiful happens. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that, uh, you know, the process is okay. It's okay to go through that. Um, and then I would say with you, just briefly, can you just give us, like, one example of, like, if you could think of one of the most challenging things that you had to face during the process, you could talk about one of your goals with, I mean, this man has started a lot of businesses. He has a lot of things of a lot of inventions and stuff like yeah. that. But give us one example, like what, what was one of the most challenging things that you had to face when it came to knowing that who God calls you to be, knowing that you're going to be successful, but yeah. going through that process, what's the thing? I, I got to go all the way back from, um, like, I guess being in relationships with previous girlfriends. I think mm. started there because, like I mentioned before, some didn't think that I really was in love or wanted to help, but really my true motive was to help. That's really who I was or who I am, and, and it's still who I am today. So it's like I, 
and then, like I mentioned before, you will know if you sit back and think about what type of person you were when you were a kid, what you really thought about. So, you know, with that being said, it's like I never gave up on trying to help because even when I try to invent some things and come up with a new idea, a new business plan or something, it's to help some. You know what I'm saying? It's always to help something. Like I remember when I was probably like in the second, third grade, I always felt like I wanted my name on something. So like me being an entrepreneur, me trying to make something happen, it just didn't start. This has been I'm thirty six right now. And I remember when I was six, seven years old. You know, and I'm not exactly where I wanna be at, you know, financially or um career wise, but you know, it's still a it's still a process. You know, uh-huh. it's definitely a process. And I'm not giving up because people need to be helped and I feel that's right. just my purpose. You know, that's my yeah. purpose. So that's good. Yeah, you that's know. really good. You've accomplished you've accomplished some things. You have yeah. your third collection, Interest in Human, like you uh came out with your inventions for the cat house, like you mm-hmm. have done some stuff. You you definitely have uh met some milestones or have some had some accomplishments yeah. in your life, but there's always greater that we can go for. Um and then I would ask I would I wanna just kinda drop this in and wanna move on. When you think about success what do you? What's your definition of success? Like, what would your definition of success be? It all depends if you want financial success, if you want self fulfillment, if you just want acceptance from other people. Uh-huh. It's all. It all depends. But for me personally, it's just me elevating, growing, uh-huh. like year uh-huh. by year. So far, like like I said, I'm 36. I've been elevating every single year. If it's um, relationship, business, job, anything, I've been elevated every single year. So I feel that I'm successful in my eyes, in my family eyes, you know, my kids, my girl, you know, just stuff like that. I feel I'm successful. Obviously, there's another level of success that I'm still trying to reach, you know, but don't don't look at being successful as having millions of dollars and being on TV mm. and doing all of that stuff. That's yeah, going to yeah. get you lost in the stuff <laughs> Yeah, in, yeah. in the matrix for real, you might even get swallowed up trying to follow behind that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, if the millions come, they come, you know. But it's more than just money on this earth. Everybody wanna chase the money. It's about actually helping this world become better because if you think about it, it's so much negativity going on. It has to be an offset where smarter people or rising people or positive people wanna, you know, come in there and make it better. That's just mm-hmm. how it is. Unfortunately, we see a lot of negativity, especially if you're on social media. That's pretty much all you see, negativity. Mm-hmm. But being successful is living your life and elevating. That's how I look at it. Living your life That's elevating good. year by year by year by year. And mm-hmm. if you want like a, you know, say if you get a million-dollar deal or something like that, then you got a million-dollar deal. It's, it's God's timing for you. You did your job. You did your work. You don't get what you deserve. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, just keep going because, Success is um, different meanings for everybody, but me personally, it's about elevating every year. So I feel like yeah. that's good. That's amazing because it, it complements. <laughs> Great minds think alike. <laughs> no, but it, <laughs> it complements the very thing that I was I was thinking about. Um, you can't just look at financial gain and say I'm going to go hard for just that yeah. because then you may lack a, a healthy body. I think yeah. spirit, soul, and body having mm-hmm. a wholeness where your mind is sound, 
you know, where you have healthy relationships, where you have financial stability. You may not be a billionaire yet, mm-hmm. but you have money to pay your bills. You're like, good. I think that's what success is. Success yeah. is being all-rounded. It's right. like having, you know, emotionally stable. Right. It's not about being perfect, but really being living that life that God has called you to live. And like right. I said, when we, we're alive. As we grow, we should be getting better. <clears throat> things should be, we should be elevating, honestly, every day, every year. We should be doing things. We should not be reverting, going backwards. Mm-hmm. But we should be elevating. And if we see that in our lives, I think, bam, right there. That's, yeah. like, that's success. That's yeah. the definition of success. That's, that's what I'm more pe- Yeah, more people would grab a hold of that. I'm telling you, yeah. people would really begin to be happier. It will be less people on medication right. in the hospital. Right. Because when you follow after purpose, guess what? The money, the recognition, the supporters, is they're going to follow after you because yeah. you're doing That's what true. you're called to do. That's it's true. like a puzzle. Bam, doing what I'm called to do. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to kind of transition into like this, uh, the last uh, part of this, but um, you did mention this once again. Um, you, um, I'm trying to tell you, it was just flowing. But um, so I've had my experiences, you know, and, of course, you see the other experiences on TV, social media, whatever. When it comes to dating and success, and when I mean dating and success, I'm talking about when you put it together. Right. You know, when, you work, when you're working with your significant other, the person you're dating, the person you're engaged with, the person you're married with, um, that – Sometimes it's a sticky situation. I yeah. found I have worked with people that I've dated, and it just did not work out because, listen, yeah. if if you're going after business and the business is, is strong and good, but relationally, like, your uh, dating situation is mm-hmm. not turning out, you don't want to have anything to do with that person. Yeah. So, um, but I think it can go the other way as well. Some situations can work the way that they're supposed to, but you, if God tells you to get out of it with that person, then that may mess up the business side of it. So it's, like, a great it, – it definitely is a, a sticky topic, but what do you think about that? Do you think that um, – you should keep dating and business separate, or do you think it's cool to mix them two together? And if so, is there a certain time, like when you should do it? What are your thoughts about it? I think it's, it's both. You can date and do business together, but sometimes you have to separate it because you got to remember everybody's an individual. You may be a strong business person. Your partner may not be. Your partner may be just a strong, caring person. Like mm. You guys got to complement each other because to me it's like opposite of track. Mm. And when opposite of track, you come together, you can be stronger. But if one person is so negative and you bring so much, um, you know, um, so much fight towards the relationship, mm. then there's obviously going to be a problem in the relationship and in business. Mm. So. If the person ain't business-minded, if, if that person ain't for you and uh-huh. just can't see your vision, then obviously uh-huh. separate that person from your business. But you can still be in a relationship with the person if you love them. But if it's doing so much to you where you can't even continue business, uh-huh. then you may have to separate. Because I look at it like this. There's so many people in this world, you can get somebody else. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you can get somebody else or they can get somebody else. You don't want to force nothing, you know, and, and, I, I guess I'm, I'm an example of kind of trying to force something for my kids. Like my kids, my two boys, with their mom, I tried to make them happy just for them. But 
And, and that was another reason why Collection 2 kind of came and just rushed, and I really couldn't put my all into it because I was going through a, a bad relationship with her. Mm. It took a lot out of me. And she was just so negative towards basically everything I was doing because I wasn't doing the nine to five like she was doing. I was mm. an entrepreneur trying to do my thing wow. to make it happen. Wow. But, you know, like I had to get out of a relationship. Well, she wanted to get out of a relationship just as much as I did, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, God will bless you with the right person. But you don't have to put your bait into your business. It's okay if mm-hmm. you do. They can mm-hmm. fit in some type of way. Some type of way, right. they have to understand it. If they don't understand it, let it just be a relationship. So don't mm. make it a business. That's, that's good wisdom. That's definitely yeah. good advice. Um, definitely good advice. And I've, I've tied this scripture with this, how can two walk together unless they agree. Yeah. I've tied it with that as well. Some people look at it as only like having the same uh, belief system, same uh, religions or whatever. But I look at it on a relationship level. Yeah. How can you two walk together unless you agree? If just like you said, if one person is used to doing things one way, nine to five, I can't think outside the box. <clears throat> if you are an entrepreneur and you want to step out on faith, listen, I set up for that, then that right there is not going to work no matter how attractive the person is on the yeah. outside, no matter how much money, whatever they have, you have to be willing to say, I'm going to be real with my soul. This is going to hurt my purpose. This can hurt my future. And so I'm going to let it go in order to flow with somebody that God has for me. Because like you said, true indeed, God will give you the right person. He'll give you the right person. And you'll know when you're connected with the right person, when you're elevating, when when things are um, increasing, when they're more of an asset than a liability. They're more a help than a hurt. They're not stressing you out about every little thing. But they can see the vision. They're like, listen, okay. They may not 100% get everything, but they say, listen, I trust the vision. I trust yeah. what God gave you, so I'm, I'm going to support you. Right. So I think, that that's, I think that's wisdom. Um, they got to be 100% supportive, though. You have to yeah. be 100% supportive, supportive, even if you don't understand it. Right. You have to support your partner. I mean, but if it don't make sense and you know it don't make sense, you got to talk to them in a way. So <laughs> I apologize. No, I'm serious, though. That's you know, good. like, you know, for example, people want to be rappers. Like, everybody want to be rappers. But, like, to me, I think the rap game is for young people, you know, mm. young people. So if you're still trying to be a rapper and you're in your 30s and you still haven't got to where you want to be, you may want to switch and do something else. I'm not speaking negatively about what you're doing. I'm just saying if you look at it in the business aspect to how the music industry is, you probably want to do something else, maybe, like, build up a young artist to help him reach or he or she reach their yeah, long as you're right, long as you're led and you're hey, if you're led and you do what God called you to do, it'll work. But you do have to pay attention and be real with yourself, yeah, you so you're not wasting time. So you're not yeah. wasting time. Twenty years later, you still trying to get to that point, and you do have to at some point say, okay, listen, let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah, yeah. God, is this what you were telling me to do? Is this what you're telling me to do? So that's, that's, uh, I think that's some very, very, very sound advice. Um, and I was going to ask you, you pretty much answered what I was going to ask you about uh, supporting. I was going to say, what advice would you have for somebody that's dating and maybe in that uh, work, having that work-life uh, balance, but having that support, having somebody that will support you regardless of what kind of vision it is um, and if it makes sense, of yeah, course. If it makes sense. I think, 
yeah, I think that right there is what we need. We could support each other and they're not trying to compete with us and, and hold us back. We're headed we're headed toward the right direction. Yeah. So what I wanna do now is um <clears throat> what I wanna do now is pretty much ask you, Mr. Darius Holmes Holmes the artist, the artist. <laughs> what do you have going on? Like, talk to us about your collections, what's still available, what, how can we reach you, how can people get yeah. your product, your merchandise. Listen, if artists are interested in collaborating with mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, www.commodiartcompany.com, and it's Commodity, C-O-M-M-O-D-I, Art Company. You can go there, get the merchandise, um, collection one, two, three. Oh, yeah, some fine art from, um, and this year, Collection 3, I feel this is like a special collection for you, because 3 is my favorite number. That's just what it is. It's my 40th <laughs> birthday. It's just my yeah. favorite number. And I feel something special with the number 3. Um, so this year, and I wanted to do this when I first started, but I kind of wanted to, I kind of rushed things because I felt like I wanted to just um, put something out and see how people want to perceive it and, you know, run with it. But now, since it's like my third collection, I'm going to be collaborating with other artists doing different things. That's what I want to do on the start. That's what Kamadi was all about. That's why I'm mm-hmm. the art company. So if you are a creative, no matter what type of art form it is, get at me. Um, you can leave an email at the uh, website or you can hit up my other, web, or my other email. That's um, Kamadi2015 at gmail.com. Uh, social media wise, I'm really not that big of a social media person. It's just really not my personality to just be on <laughs> just because it's so negative to me. Like everything you swipe it down, you saying some stuff that just don't make sense. And, and you know, I'm looking at the phone like, why did I just spend my time looking at? Uh. It's just how I am. I don't know. I mean, I appreciate social media because it helped me business wise. You know, uh-huh. um, but you know that that's basically what I'm doing. Collection three mm-hmm. that came out. Uh, what did I drop that at the end of? Um, I don't know, like maybe four weeks ago. Okay, four weeks That's ago. Dope. Yeah, it's it's doing okay right now. It could be doing better, you know, but it's 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 moving. As long as it's yeah. moving, and you get some some uh, positive attention, positive reaction from it. That's all that matters, you know. Um, but again, just to explain this, 2019. It's not about clothing. It's not about hats and things like that. It's about just collaboration, bringing. I'm saying positivity to the world, but some people may look at what to come that I'm dropping may not be positive, but it will be positive because you have to know the story of the person who's dropping it. That's why yeah. it's positive. You know, they can be rapping. They can be, um, you know, producing any type of art form, like I said. If, if, if they have a shirt or something like that, they want to collaborate with me. So that's what it's all about. It's kind of, I look at it like um, P. Diddy, like Diddy. He like Bad Boy. You know how he has the music, the clothing, the, right. he got the, um, you know, alcohol and different things like that. Like That's what Kamadi is, Kamadi Art Company is a brand. So you definitely will be getting more dope creations coming. Um, and believe me, it will be some real creative stuff. You got to believe me. You know? And, and I'm going to tell you this. The reason why I know it's going to be creative because I'm going to give you an example. When I was in the sixth grade, my teachers, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I don't know how they sit now, but 
back in back in those days, I'm thirty six years old. Back in those days, I was like ninety six, I think it was. We would sit desk to desk, like right connected. Like you could even move the desk. Move the desk, you gonna move the whole both desk. So they was like, come up with some type of um, invention that the world can use. So you know, I'm talking to the girl next to me, she had no idea. You know, it just it just wasn't who she is. So I was like, all right, let's come up with this band aid. We put the um, ointment on the pad of the Band-Aid. Wow. And we call it the Band-Aid that heals the world. No lie. Probably about maybe three weeks or something, I was watching TV. Like the news, I was watching news back in the 60s. This is where my interest was. And Johnson Johnson came up with the same Band-Aid that I thought of when I was in the sixth grade. Listen, so, that may have been their knees. I'm just you know. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know, I look at it like um, my, my mind, my thinking is on the same wavelength as Fortune 500 companies that, you know, they have older people doing their, doing their thinking, you know, me as a youngster. And so I know for sure what's to come is going to be awesome creation because that's just how I'm wired, you know. Yeah. And, I'm not, and I'm not, like, speaking, trying to not be humble or boast and brag about who I am, who I think I am. I'm just telling y'all. What I feel and how I feel, right. God created me. And if you don't like it, I'm just saying that's just who I am. That's right. why I think Eric Jones the artist. Right. Yeah, it's who you are, and that's all that you can exude. That's all that you can get out, and that's dope. And I would love it if you would allow us to see the front part of that hat because you oh, know, yeah. it's, it's, it's extremely dope. God is greater than human. God is greater than human. Let me just explain. I haven't dropped the audio for it. I'm waiting. For the visuals. I really don't know what okay. type of visual I want to put with it. That's why I haven't dropped it. Um, but I've been made the audio for it like two months ago. But basically what it means is um, only God can judge me. Mm-hmm. God's timing, God's plan. Nobody can stop what God has for you because we tend to see humans try to stop blessings from happening. Like even yeah. whether if you're at a job or, you know, if you're trying to get a car, just anything you try to get approved for something, a human is going to decide on that. But the reality is God is going to really control. Maybe you didn't do what you needed to do in your life to make it happen. That's mm-hmm. probably why you didn't get it. It's just not your time yet. But human can never stop anything that God got for you. That's it. That's why God is greater than human. That's, That's what dope. it means. It's not, yes. you know, it's not like some people may look at it like, what is he saying? He's a human. Obviously, of course, I'm human. I'm just giving God the glory. Like, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's number one. You put God first and everything else should follow. It's follow into place. Automatic. That's it's automatic. It. And then, yep. you know, it's just spreading love. Spreading love. Right. That's all it is. Right. Spreading love. And God is greater than human. And being interesting. Interesting human. That's all it is. Like, love it. You don't want anybody who's just a judge just sitting there, right? You want somebody who's interesting, whether it be a movie or a meal or a car or whatever it is, you right. want something interesting. So it's just me saying be interesting, be who you are, be an right. individual, spread love, and always remember that God is greater than human. That's what Collective 3 is about. And you guys heard it first from Darius, the artist. Yes. And I'm super excited that he decided to come on and be a guest with Empower Me with Ari. I am excited you guys connected with us. I want to just reiterate, stay encouraged. Keep following your purpose. Don't get discouraged if things don't happen overnight. If God told you it was going to happen, guess what? It will. You just have to stay in the game, 
mm-hmm. following the process, and the promise is going to manifest, you guys, all right? So I'm going to do something a little different, and then we're going to get out of here, stay connected with both of us. Thank you so much, Darius, for coming on, for blessing us with your presence, with presence, with your wisdom. Thanks for having me. going to collaborate with you again. But, yeah, stay connected, you guys. Connect with both of us. I wanted to just share this piece, and then we're going to get out of here, you guys. I got excited when I found out what my purpose was. A bit anxious, ready to take on the world, felt untouchable. Hmm. God gave me confirmation that I was a light, called to shine bright in the world and speak his truth. I practiced the promises he gave me over and over again. Look for the manifestations in my life. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Hello, purpose and promise. Did you hear what God said? He said I was an entrepreneur, billionaire, best-selling author, top designer. But why, when I look around, it seems so far from here. He said I was a jewel, a queen that's rare. Do you hear me? I said manifest. I believe God, so this is what I strongly profess and confess, purpose and promise. I want mine now. Hand it over. You have no choice. Time is up. Give it to me now. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Okay, there must be a mistake. I know the promises I received was not fake. Father, do you hear me? Was there a mistake? You said I have and am all these things, but why and where are they? Were you talking to me? Did you pick the right person, or is it someone else rehearsal for their big break? Child, what I release has already been established, and my words cannot be returned. They have no receipts. What you're going to have to do is learn to trust me. No matter how anxious you get, no matter how much you burn with passion inside to see the manifestation in your life, they will happen on my timeline, which is the right time. I know when you are prepared, there is a process I'm taking you through in order to keep what I have for you. I'm the good father and won't allow you to mess up what's been prepared for you before time began. Trust me in this process. You have been made for such a time as this. Stay grounded. Keep your mind found. Keep your head towards me. You will make history, and the promise will not be erased. It will happen. Just stay in the race. Trust in the process. All right, you guys, this is Harry and Darius. We're out at the next time. Remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Yes, sir.